0: Personal finance presentation. Personal financial statements and bookkeeping tools. Prepare to get financially fit by practicing personal finance. When we get to the point of actually creating or compiling the financial statements, the balance sheet, and the income statement, we want to think about the types of tools we can use in order to do so. So the first thing we might think of is... Are we going to be compiling these financial statements by hand with paper and pencil, or are we going to be using some kind of computerized software to help us with the process? Typically, at this point in time, more and more we're going to be leaning towards some types of tools to help us to put together the financial statements. If nothing else, often useful to use some kind of spreadsheet program such as Google Sheets or Excel. We might then use other tools to help us to actually compile the data from the financial institutions into and help us to sort it into financial statements we could use tools such as what i would call two major categories i'm going to group these tools into to actually help us compile the balance sheet and the income statement one is normal accounting and bookkeeping software software that we would typically think of when we think of the bookkeeping process for a business that might include for businesses like quickbooks or it might include something like zero or wave accounting things that can connect to the bank But they're going to be using a double entry accounting system to enter transactions on a transaction by transaction basis and then compile the financial statements. Now note you can use these softwares although they're used typically on the business side for the personal side. And you have some of the same advantages of using a double entry accounting system to give you more assurance as as we enter the data in that format. The other option to use software that can make things a little bit easier and also connect to the financial institutions but in a different way is what I'm going to call financial or balance sheet software. This is software that uh, is usually for like investment type software, meaning it's kind of future oriented. It can also connect to the financial statements, but you're not using the double entry accounting system, but instead pulling in the ending balances. It could be a little bit faster to use, but it doesn't give you the same kind of assurances. So we'll talk a little bit more about that uh, in a second here, but just realize that when you're looking at softwares, you want to categorize them into these two main categories. I would think of them at these two main categories, and then think about which which would be best for you based on your particular needs. Then you have other software, which I'm going to call the budgeting software, which may be something that you can use to complement these items up top, or maybe the budgeting software will be in these packages up top, in other words, Once you think about software to compile your financial statements, your past history, into balance sheet and income statement, you want to think, can that same tool be used to help me with the budgeting process in the future? Or do I want to think of other software that can help me with the budgeting process? In my opinion, no matter what accounting or financial software you use to compile the financial statements, Excel or Google Sheets is going to be part of your process generally to then make the budgeting software. And then you might use some other software too to kind of supplement that process. So let's go over this in a little bit more detail. What if I was to use accounting or bookkeeping software, something like a QuickBooks, a Zero, or Wave Accounting? What does it actually do? Well, you can think about it in this way. If if we look at our balance sheet, we're gonna say, or we look at our bank statement, we've got a mock bank statement on the right-hand side you would say it can connect to the bank. And you might say, can I connect to the bank and make it as easy as possible? If I use accounting software like this, you can. But when it connects to the bank, notice what it's doing is it's pulling in the data from the actual transactions, meaning it's gonna record the deposits and the withdrawals. And it's gonna do so in such a way that if you record everything correctly, it'll have the end result that will be the ending balance on the balance sheet. So in other words, it's not going to create your balance sheet by just pulling in the ending balance up here. It's going to create the balance sheet by entering the transactions to result in the ending balance, which means you're going to have some issues when you first start the accounting records to make sure that you're in balance from the get-go, from the start, so that everything will roll forward correctly. That can, that can be a little bit more complex. It's not too bad but originally starting up something in the accounting software can be a little bit difficult because you do need to to set up those beginning balances. So it's gonna record individual financial transactions to create the financial statements, and it's gonna create both the balance sheet and the income statement. So as you enter your cash inflows and outflows, it will then populate using the double entry accounting system both the balance sheet and the income statement, and you'll be able to generate reports, not only generate reports, but then drill down on those reports and see the detail as to what you included in those particular accounts. So you have a lot more uh, information at your fingertips to be able to actually build it from the data. So we're actually taking it from the data down here. It creates both the balance sheet and the income statement. It uses the double entry accounting system that helps reduce errors. So the double entry accounting system helps us to record each transaction basically properly. It's, It's the biggest check, what they call an internal control in essence, against making errors so the accounting software forces you to be in balance as you record each transaction in essence and therefore you've got that big that big check against against an error when you do the data entry process Uh, may may be more time consuming to enter data now when you first set up the accounts in something like quickbooks it's a little bit more time consuming because you're going to feeding in the data down here and you still got to kind of add that data and assign it to a particular account you got to set up your chart of accounts And you got to make sure that your beginning balance is set up properly. Once that's all done, the original setup process is done, it's pretty easy going forward and you can use the bank feeds. But it it also means that you're going to have to coincide any any differences between a cash and accrual basis that you're going to be using so that you make sure that you are recording things in balance. It's going to force you to record them in balance, which means you're going to deviate from a complete cash basis from time to time when necessary for certain transactions, which no matter what we do we almost we always deviate from a cash basis when we like buy a home even if it was for cash or something like that and so we're going to have to kind of understand those a bit better whereas if you use something like the the financial software which is more like software that connects to the bank but it doesn't take the detail we're not it, it might take the detail too but really, the primary purpose of this type of software is to connect to all your financial institutions and take the ending balance. So it creates the balance sheet quite well. And it doesn't only connect to the bank here. It can connect to all your financial institutions. So it can basically connect create your financial balance sheet, and then you'd have to supplement it with anything else. In other words, it can connect to your bank account, get your checking account. It can connect to your savings account. It can connect to your investment accounts to pull in your stock and bonds, your 401k plan, most likely. It can connect to your liability accounts to pull in things like mortgages, credit card payments, loans. And so all the financial stuff that you would get reported from you from a financial institution, either on the balance sheet side or income statement side, it can pull in and give you a very quick balance sheet. So you can see there, it would be quite easy to create a balance sheet from software like this, although any non-financial institution-related thing you would have to add, meaning such as the house. The house isn't on the financial statement. The mortgage related to the house is would be gotten from the institution, the financial institution, but the value of the house itself wouldn't be on there. You'd have to get an appraisal and add that. Any household goods, a car, that kind of stuff, you'd have to kind of supplement on it. So in that case, what you're doing, instead of taking the data to compile using the double entry accounting system the ending balance you're just taking the ending balance and that's great it's really it's kind of easy to make a balance sheet that way but you don't have that same kind of detail well i can like in in a quickbooks and an accounting software i can kind of double click i can drill down i can see exactly what the accounts were made of i can see the detail you can't see that as easily directly from the creation of the financial statements although This software may also download the checking data to give you the detail of the checking, but then you're going to have to use that checking detail in order to make the income statement. In other words, you can see how this software does the statement for a point in time, the balance sheet, quite easily, but it's not compiling the income statement because it's not using the double entry accounting system. You may still be able to download the transactions from the bank, but then you're going to have to do the compiling yourself when you think about the income statement, meaning grouping the cash inflows and outflows into categories and whatnot. You'll have to do a little bit more work to do that categorization on the income statement. So again, it pulls ending balances from the financial institutions. It, cre- it creates a really quick balance sheet from your financial institutions, which is great. does not create the income statement easily. That's the problem. It does not use the double entry accounting system. So when you're using this system to check whether you made errors or whether someone like stole your money or something like that, you're trying to reconcile your bank account and that kind of thing. It doesn't do that stuff well because it's, you're not using the double entry accounting system. It's just pulling in the ending balances. You're not really looking at the activity. You're just saying, here's where I was last time, here I am this time. If I want the detail, then I got to make it myself. It may be faster, however, because it, it does create the balance sheet very fast. And then you got to think about is compiling the income statement on a periodic basis putting it together in some way that that might be a little bit more difficult than the accounting software uh, worth the time as opposed to entering the data into accounting software where I'm using a double entry accounting system and I got to deal with that whole thing of entering the data on a double entry accounting system. So of the two softwares the first the accounting software would be things like QuickBooks. So if you're actually doing the double entry accounting system you could use QuickBooks and you might say well that's a business software I can't it's same. It's the same double entry accounting system. I mean, you can name the accounts differently, but if you want to use a double entry accounting system to verify and double check your your work, it's good to do that. It just it's the pros and cons, the the risk versus reward, the time it takes to do it versus versus um, the benefits you get from it. That's that's the question. Zero is another online software that's popular. Wave Accounting. I think this is free. It was the last time I looked at it. I haven't looked at it for a long time. But this one's actually free and it has that double entry accounting system and these all these three connect to the bank too so they connect to the bank but remember they don't connect and pull in the ending balances they're not going to connect to your investment accounts and pull in the ending balances of your investments they're going to generally be designed to connect to your checking account and pull in the activity the inflows and outflows from the checking account which you will then need to assign to particular asset and liability account or expense accounts usually and income accounts and and that and then it will create the balance sheet by by doing the double entry accounting system instead of pulling in the ending balance and then you have quicken now quicken notice this used to be owned by the same owners of in, of uh, QuickBooks which was Intuit but now it's owned by somebody else and I haven't even I haven't seen it since it's been owned by somebody else but it used to be marketed from into it as a software that that was more on the individual basis. So this one I put on both lists because I think it does some things that are double entry accounting and I think it does some things that are are the second method we'll look at which is the ending balances which actually makes it I would think a little bit more complex meaning this is kind of more advanced individual software because it's it's I think it's taking into consideration some components of the double entry accounting system and Trying to pull in the ending balances which again that gets a little gets gets a little confusing although it might have a whole lot more functionality and i don't know how it's been really since the new owners into it the owners of quickbooks quickbooks is a huge company so you know i don't know who owns it now and and how you know how good it is since since it's been uh, removed there but it's more advanced not not more advanced than these softwares but more but it has more detail than than like the next category of softwares we'll look at that pull in the ending balances. Also know that when you look at QuickBooks, there's a QuickBooks Online and there's a QuickBooks desktop. So you wanna consider between those two. Do you want the online version or desktop? Online you gotta pay uh, you gotta pay monthly or something like that. If you get the desktop version, you may still be able to buy just the desktop and you can get an old desktop version for your for your personal finances, which probably would still work right because <laughs> you own it on your desktop it would probably all the updates that they put into it you know may not impact what you need it for if it's just a basic you know software although older versions may not then pull in the data directly from the bank as easily you'll probably need the current if you want to pull the information directly from your checking account you might want to go with the online version okay so then we got the financial or balance also just note that we have courses on all on these three softwares not on quicken So if you want to get into how to use these softwares, we got a whole lot of material (laughs) on that. So then we got the financial or balance sheet uh, software. So we have like money in Excel. Excel actually has a template that allows you to connect to your bank accounts, which is pretty neat. So if you wanted to use that, you can use actually Excel. I think you need the subscription model, to the subscription basis like Office 365 to do it. But then you can connect to the bank account. And it pulls in, like I say, it'll pull in the transactions from from the, your bank too, like your inflows and outflows. But it's not going to create the financial statements as easily from that. What it does do is pull in the ending balances, like we discussed, from like your checking account, from your other financial institutions, your investment accounts, and your mortgage and all that kind of stuff. And it'll pull that in, creating you a financial statement balance sheet quite easily. So that's that's nice. And you, and you can do that just right in Excel. Another one's called Personal Capital. Now this, this is like a, an investment type of company. So they really, my con- conception of them is they're trying to market, of course, people to to work with for, for investment planning. So they might then try to try to contact you, you know, they're, they're going to give you pop-ups saying, hey, do you want to talk to a financial planner or what if you were to use that? So you might want to research whether or not that would be appropriate for you. But it does the similar kind of thing as money in excel it pulls in the ending balances it can connect to all your financial institutions which is really nice because then it can put your it can put if you have multiple different investments you can put them into one pile and it can actually then sort out where your investments are in terms of what kind of assets you're invested in like are you invested in in you know US stocks versus bonds you foreign bonds and whatnot and then it can take that information and then give you some some data in terms of where you might want to diversify your portfolio. So this is really future-oriented generally. It's thought to go out into the future and think about uh, your long-term planning, your, your retirement planning, and stuff like that. And it pulls in your current data in order to help you to do that. So if you have a more complicated portfolio, you got investments in a 401k plan, then you might have other investments in an IRA, You have another, you have your spouse has investments over here and you're trying to put it all into one spot so that you can basically then think about what your overall investments are in terms of categories of investments. Then this might give you more detail than say like a money in Excel, which is just going to say you got this much from this financial institution, that financial institution. It's not going to be breaking out, I don't believe, by how much do you have in large cap or big blue chip stocks versus, versus other stocks, US versus so on and so on. Okay and then we've got Quicken. Again I put Quicken on both sides here because I think it has elements of both although like I say I haven't worked with it for a long time since basically since it left the ownership from Intuit the owners of QuickBooks and that's been a while now. So you know if anybody has more information on that I'd be curious to see how you know what people are working. I have looked it up and seen what people are doing with it but again I, ha- I can't say anything directly about it. So in any case Then you might have budgeting software. Now notice that all these softwares we worked at here and up top may have budgeting components like a QuickBooks has a budgeting component in it. But the budget, remember, is is designed to go out into the future. So the QuickBooks design really isn't designed to like help you to make the budget quite as easily as it is to basically, once you enter the budget, to allow you to do the comparison between what actually happened and the budget it gives great reports for budget versus actual. But to actually compile the budget I would still do that in Excel and we will do practice problems on that meaning I would make a 12-month budget or something in Excel and then just do the data input just basically put that into QuickBooks and then QuickBooks will allow us to do a nice comparison of budget versus actual so no matter what software i use here i probably still basically make the budget in excel and the, the same is true with these items here obviously excel if i use money in excel i think it has like a budgeting little tool taskbar to it but it's not really that in depth you can use it you know i think it it gives you a month out budget but to really get a good budget in place you'd probably actually want to build a budget template in excel and i think personal capital again they have another kind of budget like widget in there or something, but it doesn't seem that that detailed to me. If you want to do like a good budget, a good cash flow budget, I think you're going to have to take the the actual detail and do it yourself in something like Excel. They have other budgeting softwares. I don't have a lot of experience with them. Again, I would like to do it. I like doing it in Excel and then inputting it possibly into QuickBooks or something like that. But uh, budget software you, you can complement your financial accounting tool with budgeting software. So you might have like Excel. There's something called Mint that people seem to like. Some of these might come with apps that can kinda of help you with your app and your phone. Something that's something I don't do. I don't I don't do it with my I don't try to figure out my budget with my phone. But if you're really good at that kind of stuff, then I've hear that Mint is and then honeydew is another one and Pocket Guard and every dollar. So you might want to see how those things I would think that those types of tools would complement in some ways possibly what you would be doing with your other accounting software is helping you to kind of then project out into the future or track what you're doing kind of on a day-to-day type of basis if you have an app on your phone you can kind of see if you have a daily budget or you know you can kind of track what you're doing on a day-to-day basis so they might help supplement what you're doing on your overall picture.